Let my prayer be set forth in your sight as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. O gladsome light, Pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven. O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, We sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices. O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. How dear to me is your dwelling, O Lord of hosts! My soul has a desire and longing for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh rejoice in the living God. The sparrow has found her a house, and the swallow a nest where she may lay her young. By the side of your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God, happy are they who dwell in your house. They will always be praising you. Happy are the people whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on the pilgrim's way.
Those who go through the desolate valley will find it a place of springs. For the early rains have covered it with pools of water. They will climb from height to height, and the God of gods will reveal himself in Zion. Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Hearken, O God of Jacob. Behold our defender, O God, and look upon the face of your anointed. For one day in your courts is better than a thousand in my own room and to stand at the threshold of the house of my God, than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. For the Lord God is both sun and shield. He will give grace and glory. No good thing will the Lord withhold from those who walk with integrity. O Lord of hosts, happy are they who put their trust in you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. You who have been gracious to your land, O Lord, you have restored the good fortune of Jacob. You have forgiven the iniquity of your people, and blotted out all their sins. You have withdrawn all your fury, and turned yourself from your wrathful indignation. Restore us then, O God our Saviour. Let your anger depart from us. Will you be displeased with us forever? Will you prolong your anger from age to age? Will you not give us life again, that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. I will listen to what the Lord God is saying, for he is speaking peace to his faithful people and to those who turn their hearts to him. Truly, his salvation is very near to those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together, righteousness and peace have kissed each other. 
Truth shall spring up from the earth, and righteousness shall look down from heaven. The Lord will indeed grant prosperity, and our land will yield its increase. Righteousness shall go before him, and peace shall be a pathway for his feet. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the first book of Maccabees. When Demetrius heard that Nicanor and his army had fallen in battle, he sent Bacchides and Alchemus into the land of Judah a second time, and with them the right wing of the army. They went by the road that leads to Gilgal, and encamped against Mesaloth in Arbella, and they took it and killed many people. In the first month of the 152nd year, they encamped against Jerusalem, Then they marched off and went to Berea with twenty thousand foot soldiers and two thousand cavalry. Now Judas was encamped in Elasa, and with him were three thousand picked men. When they saw the huge number of the enemy forces, they were greatly frightened, and many slipped away from the camp, until no more than eight hundred of them were left. When Judas saw that his army had slipped away, and the battle was imminent, he was crushed in spirit, for he had no time to assemble them. He became faint. But he said to those who were left, Let us rise and go up against our enemies. We may be able to fight them. But they tried to dissuade him, saying, We are unable. Let us rather save our own lives now, and let us come back with our brothers and fight them. We are too few. But Judas said, Far be it from us to do such a thing as to flee from them. If our time has come, let us die bravely for our brothers, and leave no cause to question our honor. Then the army of Bacchides marched out from the camp and took its stand for the encounter. The cavalry was divided into two companies, and the slingers and the archers went ahead of the army, as did all the chief warriors. Bacchides was on the right wing. Flanked by the two companies, the phalanx advanced to the sound of the trumpets, and the men with Judas also blew their trumpets. The earth was shaken by the noise of the armies, and the battle raged from morning till evening. Judas saw that Bacchides and the strength of his army were on the right. Then all the stout-hearted men went with him, and they crushed the right wing, and he pursued them as far as Mount Azotus. When those on the left wing saw that the right wing was crushed, they turned and followed close behind Judas and his men. The battle became desperate, and many on both sides were wounded and fell. Judas also fell, and the rest fled. Then Jonathan and Simon took Judas, their brother, and buried him in the tomb of their fathers at Modin, and wept for him. And all Israel made great lamentation for him. They mourned many days and said, How is the mighty fallen, the Savior of Israel? Now the rest of the acts of Judas, and his wars, and the brave deeds that he did, and his greatness, have not been recorded, for they were very many. After the death of Judas, the lawless emerged in all parts of Israel. All the doers of injustice appeared. In those days a very great famine occurred, and the country deserted with them to the enemy. And Bacchides chose the ungodly and put them in charge of the country. 
they sought and searched for the friends of Judas and brought them to Bacchides, and he took vengeance on them and made sport of them. Thus there was great distress in Israel, such as had not been since the time that prophets ceased to appear among them. Then all the friends of Judas assembled and said to Jonathan, Since the death of your brother Judas, there has been no one like him to go against our enemies and Bacchides and to deal with those of our nation who hate us. So now we have chosen you today to take his place as our ruler and leader to fight our battle. And Jonathan at that time accepted the leadership and took the place of Judas, his brother. When Bacchides learned of this, he tried to kill him. But Jonathan and Simon, his brother, and all who were with him heard of it, and they fled into the wilderness of Tekoa and camped by the water of the pool of Asphar. Bacchides found this out on the Sabbath day, and he, with all his army, crossed the Jordan. And Jonathan sent his brother as leader of the multitude and begged the Nabataeans, who were his friends, for permission to store with them the great amount of baggage that they had. But the sons of Jambri from Midabah came out and seized John and all that he had and departed with it. After these things, it was reported to Jonathan and Simon, his brother, The sons of Jambri are celebrating a great wedding and are conducting the bride, a daughter of one of the great nobles of Canaan, from Nadabath, with a large escort. And they remembered the blood of John, their brother, and went up and hid under cover of the mountain. They raised their eyes and looked and saw a tumultuous procession with much baggage, and the bridegroom came out with his friends and his brothers to meet them with tambourines and musicians and many weapons. Then they rushed upon them from the ambush and began killing them. Many were wounded and fell, and the rest fled to the mountain, and they took all their goods. Thus the wedding was turned into mourning, and the voice of their musicians into a funeral dirge. And when they had fully avenged the blood of their brother, they returned to the marshes of the Jordan. When Bacchides heard of this, he came with a large force on the Sabbath day to the banks of the Jordan. And Jonathan said to those with him, Let us rise up now and fight for our lives, for today things are not as they were before. For look, the battle is in front of us and beside us. The water of the Jordan is on this side and on that. With marsh and thicket, there is no place to turn. Cry out now to heaven that you may be delivered from the hands of our enemies. So the battle began, and Jonathan stretched out his hands to strike Bacchides, but he eluded him and went to the rear. Then Jonathan and the men with him leaped into the Jordan and swam across to the other side, and the enemy did not cross the Jordan to attack them. And about one thousand of Bacchides' men fell that day. Bacchides then returned to Jerusalem and built strong cities in Judea, the fortress in Jericho and Emmaus and Beth-horon and Bethel and Timnath and Farathon and Tephon with high walls and gates and bars, and he placed garrisons in them to harass Israel. He also fortified the city of Bethzur and Gazara and the citadel, and in them he put troops and stores of food. And he took the sons of the leading men of the land as hostages and put them under guard in the citadel at Jerusalem. In the 153rd year, in the second month, Alchemist gave orders to tear down the wall of the inner court of the sanctuary. He tore down the work of the prophets. But he only began to tear it down, for at that time Alchemist was stricken, and his work was hindered. His mouth was stopped, and he was paralyzed, so that he could no longer say a word or give commands concerning his house. And Alchemist died at that time in great agony. 
When Bacchides saw that Alchemus was dead, he returned to the king, and the land of Judah had rest for two years. Then all the lawless plotted and said, See, Jonathan and his men are living in quiet and confidence. So now let us bring Bacchides back, and he will capture them all in one night. And they went and consulted with him. He started to come with a large force, and secretly sent letters to all his allies in Judea, telling them to seize Jonathan and his men. But they were unable to do it, because their plan became known. And Jonathan's men seized about fifty of the men of the country who were leaders in this treachery and killed them. Then Jonathan, with his men, and Simon, withdrew to Bethbasi in the wilderness. He rebuilt the parts of it that had been demolished, and they fortified it. When Bacchides learned of this, he assembled all his forces and sent orders to the men of Judea. Then he came and encamped against Bethbasi. He fought against it for many days and made machines of war. But Jonathan left Simon his brother in the city while he went out into the country, and he went with only a few men. He struck down Odomera and his brothers and the sons of Phasiron in their tents. Then he began to attack and went into battle with his forces, and Simon and his men sallied out from the city and set fire to the machines of war. They fought with Bacchides, and he was crushed by them. They distressed him greatly for his plan, and his expedition had been in vain. So he was greatly enraged at the lawless men who had counseled him to come into the country, and he killed many of them. Then he decided to depart to his own land. When Jonathan learned of this, he sent ambassadors to him to make peace with him and obtain release of the captives. He agreed and did as he said, and he swore to Jonathan that he would not try to harm him as long as he lived. He restored to him the captives whom he had formerly taken from the land of Judah. Then he turned and departed to his own land and came no more into their territory. Thus the sword ceased from Israel, and Jonathan dwelt in Michmash, and Jonathan began to judge the people, and he destroyed the ungodly out of Israel. Here ends the reading. My soul magnifies the Lord, My spirit rejoices in God my Saviour, for he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel as he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son 
and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to St. Mark. That evening, at sundown, they brought to Jesus all who were sick or oppressed by demons, and the whole city was gathered together at the door. And he healed many who were sick with various diseases, and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak, because they knew him. And rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him, and they found him and said to him, Everyone is looking for you. And he said to them, Let us go on to the next towns, that I may preach there also, for that is why I came out. And he went throughout all Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and casting out demons. And a leper came to him, imploring him, and kneeling said to him, If you will, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand and touched him, and said to him, I will be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him, and he was made clean. And Jesus sternly charged him and sent him away at once, and said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded for a proof to them. But he went out and began to talk freely about it, and to spread the news, so that Jesus could no longer openly enter a town, but was out in desolate places, and people were coming to him from every quarter. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. 
that this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O Lord, that your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill, we entreat you, O Lord, that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses, we entreat you, O Lord, that there may be peace in your church and in the whole world. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may depart this life in your faith and fear and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ. We entreat you, O Lord. God, our refuge and strength, true source of all godliness. Graciously hear the devout prayers of your church and grant that those things which we ask faithfully we may obtain effectually. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives at your right hand to intercede for us, and who with you in the Holy Spirit lives and reigns in everlasting glory. Amen. O God, the life of all who live, the light of the faithful, the strength of those who labor, and the repose of the dead, we thank you for the blessings of the day that is past, and humbly ask for your protection through the coming night. Bring us in safety to the morning hours, through him who died and rose again for us, your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. O God, you manifest in your servants the signs of your presence. Send forth upon us the spirit of love, that in companionship with one another your abounding grace may increase among us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.